With the Quicksilver card from Capital One, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase. Unlimited? Unlimited? Unlimited! 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 Any way you say it, earning unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase just sounds good. Capital One, what's in your wallet? What's in your wallet? What's in your wallet? Capital One Bank USA NA. What are we going to do as a church? Our souls need to wake up. We need to respond to the gospel of Jesus. He said, go into the world. We don't want to deal with reality, Christian. We don't even want to deal with reality even though we've been saved from this place. I'm calling on you today in the name of Jesus to rise up to the call of God. Christ is coming back soon. If I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? People stop and think about it. If hell really exists, and it does, I didn't say that Jesus did, then don't you think people need to know about it? Can't you at least give them a fighting chance? Or are you just going to sit there and let them burn? All right. Good night. Good night, good night. This is Chris. Good night, everyone. How's everybody doing? All right, introduce yourself, my friend. This is Rory. Good night, everybody. Yeah. All right, we got a good show for you tonight. The shadow, the shadow is among us. The, the destruction, the, the things going on in the world, the shadow of darkness. Yes, the shadow of darkness, the, the, the ever-changing climate of this world that we live in and how things have, um, is, is actually deteriorating very rapidly. Yes, that evil is seems to be winning, but we know that we win in the end. Um, as things escalate yeah. towards the last days or you know, um, towards judgment, you know. But first, we want to give you our web address, which is www.dontletthemburn.com. You can check us out on Twitter and Facebook. Um, Don't let them burn, and just contact us with questions or anything else. They come and check out the, the articles and the, the news feed. Amen. Amen. Yes. And um, before we go into um, tonight's show, which is a lot, let us just uh, bow our heads in a word of prayer. Um, Lord God, we come to bow down before you, Lord God. We come to worship you. We come to adore you. We come to magnify you, Lord God. Because there is none like you. There is none like you at all, Lord. No one can touch your heart like you do. The songwriter said. Lord God, we just ask you to send your Holy Spirit to come and sup with us tonight, O Lord God, as we share with people, O Lord God, your word, first and foremost, and the things coming upon this planet. And Lord God, this is this is nothing new, dear Lord God. This is nothing new because you spoke about this thousands of years before this. And now it's coming to a climax. And we truly adore you, we truly magnify you, we truly worship you. Dear Lord God, we 
ask you tonight to bind us together, hide us under the shadow of the Almighty. Dear Lord God, we are hidden in Christ and God, the Word says. We thank you for this. We thank you for this time that we will share. That, Lord God, not just we're just going to share the, the news of the day, oh Lord God, but we are also going to share and encourage the people of the Lord to walk according to the Word of God. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, so we're going to talk about the crisis in the world going on with financial things, financial bubbles, and things that could happen to America, things going on in Greece and China. And uh, those in, in, in the know should, should already understand that, well, America is in deep, 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 deep debt, debt that we can't come out of. And we just keep going into it. So this financial bubble that we have, will this financial structure that we have will collapse eventually, uh, sooner than later. Um, so, yeah. And um, as you're speaking, my, my brother, and you talk about that, I think we, we let's not even touch on that hours yet. Let's let's start out with um, the one that's in the news, I think Greece. Right, that's right. Greece is the one that's in the news, you know, and uh, there's a lot going on there in, in Greece. And uh, there's a lot of things that are happening. Um, the banks have been closed, correct? Yes. Banks have been People closed. People can't, um, can't get their money. Um, it's it's very, very turbulent out there. <laughs> yeah. Pension holders are, are lining up outside the banks to withdraw money. Amazing. They've worked all their lives and put away, done the things that they're supposed to do and now it comes comes times to to reap and they can't reap anything. That's right. a frightening thought. Um, yeah. And and you, you know, know you see, people have to understand, you know, that's why we we're, we're talking about the darkness here. The shadow of darkness. And these things are engineered by the people the powers that be, the powers over each government, the banking system from the IMF to uh, our our Federal Reserve to you know these the bank the the families that run these banks they orchestrate these things to happen. So in order for yeah, the for more control, world, more control, and in order for the new order to finally take its its place, there has to be a new currency coming in. But we'll we'll touch on that a little bit later. But just that's just to give you a, a overview. And this is not conspiracy. You go look this up anywhere, and you find out that that's what happened. There's not that many people that control the banking system. Right. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, so just, yeah, I'm here, my brother. Like two senses. Well, you know, um, some of the things that, that were shocking for me this week, um, not really shocking, but sort of it got me worried. When you looked at some of the pictures from Greece, you saw people going through trash cans um, looking for food, you know, going through trash cans looking for food, and that was amazing. Anyway, this week I got a letter from an investor, um, and one of the things, um, or sorry, a broker, and one of the things that he was talking about in, in this 
particular letter was that um, the new crisis that we have now is 15 times larger than the dot-com bubble, four times larger than the real estate bubble, and 107 times larger than the bailouts in 2008. Mm. Um, yet no one is saying anything. Um, we have people that are voting for office now, and no one is saying, hey, um, you need to take a look at this, or or um, we need to really um, start looking at we, what we need to do in order for us to, um, to try to fix the problem. They don't want the problem to be fixed. They want it to, to, be, um, to go the way it's going. The other thing that was very interesting in this, in this letter that this gentleman said to me was that he said that the economy of Greece, you know how big that economy is? It's like the economy of Miami. Mm. And he said, mm. if, it's, if this is going on in Greece and it's causing the Chinese to have so much problems, when they are having, they have lost $3.2 trillion over the space of three weeks, and it has not ended yet. What will happen when this bubble bursts? This is what this gentleman was saying. And he says, it would be like nothing we have ever seen in our lives. And According to just like our topic says, many Americans' families will be driven into the nightmare of poverty, homelessness, and the grim dependence on government bureaucrats. So it's coming. And you know how it's coming, folks? It's coming because we have an issue in Greece that we see. They're trying to restructure their debt there, and it had some effects on China. Did it have yeah. any effects here? Did it have any effects here, my brother? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> it, it the other did. day, the stock market shut down. The stock they market shut they, down. They said, it, they said it was a glitch, quote-unquote. Yeah, they said they updated the computers the night before, just coincidentally, you know. Just coincidentally mm. that this happened. And it was time. shut down. Trading was shut down for four hours mm. to avoid something that was unlike anything that we have ever seen. Mm-hmm. And uh, in this article on Breitbart, it says, Americans who haven't been paying much attention to the collapse of Greek socialism have been missing a very instructive lesson in where their own country may be heading. For Greece is the end is at the end stage of Obama style debt fuel dependency politics. Uh, I don't know Cyprus sweeping electronical mm-hmm. victory marks uh, the point at which the, the the takers wary of intellectual pretensions and empty promises to work hard and become self sufficient tell the makers to stick stick them up and hand over their wallets. It could happen in America, too, most likely beginning with demand for huge federal bailouts by bankrupt Democrat-ran um, uh, basket case state governments. Uh, it, it goes on. 
But the point is, it could happen here too, and it will happen here too. Actually, you know, this is uh, you 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 go to the finance experts on this stuff. All of them are saying the same thing. So how yeah. long can everybody be saying the same thing and it not happen? Yes, you know, and people have been like this, you said, people have been saying this for years. Yeah. Years and we're actually uh, more like decades now, but we're at the point where they they decades ago were talking about. They you, you saw what happened with the, uh, the the housing market, and that was just inflated, and all type of people was wondering wow with with all type of schemes. Same thing happening here with the with the the, the whole financial market. How many people you seen yeah. thrown in jail because of their Ponzi schemes and all these other things, you know? No. And, and and all of these people are always linked back to something uh, to do with the elites, all of them, you know? And for uh, Americans that are leave, living the um, the American dream, uh, the so-called American dream I mean, anyway, yeah. they, they, yeah, it's going to be the American nightmare for them because they're living for this world and all yeah. they can offer to them and living uh, to uh, hoard up as much money as they can and not do anything for anybody else but themselves. Um, and, and I'm not even saying this as some political commentary. I'm just saying it because it's true. It's true. Look how many videos there are on TV of people just uh, hitting somebody and driving off in their nice car, and everybody else standing around looking like something, nothing happened. Somebody's yeah. laying, dying on the ground, you know, just showing you, the materialism, the way it, it, it goes is to remind us of, you know, the days of Lot and all these other places that uh, were destroyed in the, in the, in the Bible, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, for Americans to think that this this financial crisis isn't going to hit um, sooner than later, they're in a false sense of security. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, and not only that, we hear a lot of people talk today, and when they talk, they always say, well, you know, it's like America, America, America. Um, no one talks about the Lord Jesus Christ and his kingdom. We're just passing through here, and we are supposed to minister, share the gospel, share the good news of the gospel with people in a dying world. And we are we're having some 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 major issues, and I, there are so many things that are happening simultaneously. It's amazing. We have a financial crisis over here. We're having a marriage crisis over there. Mm-hmm. It's earthquakes. It's 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 rumors of war. The Soviets are over there. They said the Soviets are. Um, um, they had to scramble jets the other day. It's just so many things that are going on. Oh, and, and the Bible says simultaneously. Hey, the, the Bible said that in the last days, be perilous times will come. Perilous. Yes. You know, and, and we, we're seeing that just being brought to life right now. It's been coming yeah. for a long time, but just right now, it's just everywhere. Something you could, you know, turn the TV or whatever, turn it on, get on the internet, jump on your news. It's all types of crazy things going on, and it's been building up for so long, and uh, especially this. Debt that you can't blame, you can't blame Obama, you can't blame Bush, you can't blame Clinton, and and on and on. It's all of them, all of them. 
politics has been going on for 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 years for years yeah. and it, it there's no stopping it now and and um you know I, I wonder I wonder how many people know how much debt we owe to China you know what's that percentage it, it's it's much more than 50% <laughs> You know, yeah, it's, so it's, how much, it's, how much? It's, a lot, it's a lot of, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot, um, you know, the, the, the Bible says the, the borrower will, will be slave to the lender, mm-hmm. and um, nations, just like, look at what's going on in Greece today, mm-hmm. look at what's going on in Greece. Yeah, and, and, you and know, they're, um, sorry to cut you, but um, no. Cy- Cyprus they, I mean, they 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 think they're gonna build um, the whole old national debt that's too big to fail. Too big to fail? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, all of us financially are interconnected. So if one thing right. goes down, everybody else she feels the the, the 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 financial earthquake. And when the big one comes, you're gonna see the whole landscape change financially. And otherwise, you know. So you wonder, you want to wonder, are are Americans and or are and American Christians ready for this thing that's going to come? It's inevitable, you know. And there goes China. Oh, you know that's a funny thing I mentioned China because I don't think a lot of people understand that we're not top dollar anymore. So that 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 we're not on top financially anymore. Their currency is above ours now. That would that just came to the new well, and went. They, they owe most of our debts. Right. They've been buying our debts for the longest time. So, yeah. um, you know, what can we say? And there's a lot of countries that are running away from the dollar. The dollar. They're just dropping right. it left and right. So it's our money is going to be worthless. You know, either either way it goes, whether the financial collapse or our, the, the value of the dollar keeps going down, it's 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 in ruin. It's going to be in ruin. Right. Yeah. People it's know, amazing. Know that, know that that information. You know. I mean, truthfully, the, you know, the financial stuff for me is boring, but you know, you got to look into it. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's part of what's going on. It's going to affect all of us. Hmm. Here's another um, another article that I, I got from CNN Money, and it says the IMF warns U.S. your financial system is still vulnerable. Wow! This was on July 7th. The American financial mm-hmm. financial system is at risk. That's the message from the International Monetary Fund, which on Tuesday released the first checkup on the U.S. financial systems um, system since 2010. The IMF believes the U.S. is safer than it was before the financial crisis. However, new threats to the system by big banks that have grown even bigger have formed over the past few years. The efforts to safeguard the system have not been finished. So we have these super huge banks. And, you know, like you said before, we're so intertwined, but we don't even know it. Like, and, and these are just some of the articles that I read. In Greece, one of the key 
persons that was involved in that restructuring of debt was somebody from, I think it was Lehman Brothers, um, mm. one of the big banks. And um, they're the ones that have orchestrated all of this stuff. So we have our hand in a lot of this stuff that's going on. Yeah. A lot of this stuff. The latest news now is that um, coming out of Greece, it said they've, they've been given seven more hours. Seven more hours. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're now facing stricter demands from the creditor. You see, if Greece goes, like David Wilkerson predicted, he said, you know, got to go back and look at that prediction that he, he did in 1973, Pastor David Wilkerson, where he says, there's going to be a European nation, and they're going to collapse. And once they collapse, you're going to have another country, and after that, it's, it's the United States. He did that in 2000, sorry, 1973. Um, but there's so many things that are in play here that when we look at what's going on, we look at what's happening, we always have our hand in the pot because this, all this stuff comes from derivative trading that we have done over the last, um, since the last collapse. We have traded and moved all this debt all around the world. And now Greece is on the brink. We heard a, a week and a half ago, Puerto Rico was having a hard time paying its national, its, its debt. Puerto Rico? How many other states mm-hmm. are having issues? Just mm-hmm. think about that for a minute, you know? Yeah. Amazing. And they're, Amazing. Uh, you know, when this stuff, stuff goes down, they're going to bring in new currencies. Um. Either they bring in the new currencies or they bring in just one currency for the whole world. You know, the Africans are set up for it. China's set up for it. Russia's set up for it. America's definitely set up for it. Uh, it was once called the Amero. I'm not sure if that's a, that's the name uh, still, yeah. but but that's when they were right. going to merge um, America with China. Uh, sorry, Mexico and Canada. Right. And, Those are one uh, of the names that they floated around before. Those are one of the names right. that they floated before. Yeah. So again, a lot of people still doesn't don't know this that this is coming to like a new currency, a new way of doing things. Um, and again, this is a conspiracy. It's out. It's out there on the news. So um, people have to start digging and seeing what's really going on around the world. And what does it mean to Bible uh, in the in the light of Bible prophecy, and uh, what what it means to be a Christian in that type of an environment? Because a lot of things around us are changing and becoming hostile to Christians anyway. Yes. So yes, you know what what is it going to mean for believers in a financial collapse when things change towards the elite plan for takeover? You know, exactly. 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 So, I mean, so so many people are going to get beat. I mean, and this is just one issue. <laughs> this is just exactly. One exactly. Issue. This is just this is one issue that's that's on the forefront, and um, it's a major issue because um, mm-hmm. if if you really sit down and think about it, are you really going to buy that story that we had a computer glitch? Although airlines had that same issue, they they were off, 
and um, we had to shut down trading for four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, think about what what's being said. Just think about it. That's major. That doesn't yeah. happen. It's, it's, but these, yeah, and everyone knows these systems that are set in these places. They don't, it's not only a one line system or a one tier system. It has mm-hmm. backup and backup and backup. This is not yeah. this 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 is not a run of the mill system. It's not like you turn on your laptop and the battery dies. Oh, the laptop dies. No, it's not. Yeah. This is no. it's, it's a lot more than yeah. that. And that's what and, and just in, to go on. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, just in just in case people think that this new currency thing is something brand new and oh, these guys are talking about it. Um, in two thousand nine, Medvedev uh, showed the the currency. Um, it was called the United Future World Currency, not the United Future Russian currency, the United Future World Currency. So and they're all this is, this is, yeah, this is nothing new. This is this has been planned for a long, long time. And uh, you know what? That was just mm, go ahead. No, no. Um, you, you know, as you you talk, you're so right. They've been planning this for a long time, but I think we played a clip before on our, on one of our previous shows. But I'd love to play it again. I'd love to mm-hmm. play the clip again. Mm-hmm. Um. And even even before I go into the clip, I'd like to just share one scripture. Hosea 4, 7. As they are increased, so they sinned against me. Therefore, I will change their glory into shame. That's what the Lord says in his book. Amen. In the word. Right? Mm-hmm. Men have become fat and rich, and they increase. And now we think we can do whatever it is that we want to do. And God, no, it doesn't work like that. There are consequences that come with that. And just like you're talking about, you're talking about some of the, the um, somebody that um, said that they're calling for um, this currency, this new currency. I would like mm-hmm. to share with um, people, um, our listeners tonight, about some of the things that have been Shared are some of the quotes that people calling for this new world order. This is not. This mm-hmm. is nothing new. They're they're everybody's moving and they're honing very fast towards that towards that um, event. And if we don't believe that, even before I go uh, play the clip, you know, everyone is asking Germany right now. Our Germany is bowing to the pressure of world leaders to get a deal done with Greece and China has also stated that their economy is stable. Everything is coming down. They want it to come down so that they can implement this new world order. Just listen to, and this is not, these are world leaders. Just listen to this clip. Vice President Joe Biden calls the newest graduates of the Air Force Academy strategic thinkers as well as warriors and the future of the new world order. It allows us to refocus our intelligence and military assets and resources to other parts of the world where they are needed, where we face new challenges. This is the world you are graduating into. This is what I want to talk about today with you for a few minutes. I believe 
we, and particularly you, your class, has an incredible window of opportunity to lead in shaping a new world order for the 21st century in a way consistent with American interests and the common interests. During an event honoring the 223rd anniversary of Poland's Constitution last night, Defense Secretary Chuck Hagel said we are seeing a new 21st century world order being built, and although there are conflicts and complications, there's still hope. I think what's more hopeful, and maybe than any other time in the history of the world, is that we have more opportunities, have more possibilities, and more resources. We meet here at a moment of testing for Europe and the United States and for the international order that we have worked for generations to build. I congratulate you on taking your place on the long gray line. But the world is changing with accelerating speed. This presents opportunity but also new dangers. It will be your generation's task to respond to this new world. Over the last two years, journalists and activists have been fighting a specific provision in the annual National Defense Authorization Act, or NDAA, through a lawsuit called Hedges v. Obama. It's called Section 1021B, otherwise known as the Indefinite Detention Clause, which gives the U.S. military the right to indefinitely detain U.S. citizens anywhere in the world, including right here in America. This not only attacks your First Amendment rights, it attacks your Fifth Amendment rights, your Due Process Clause, because this gives not the U.S. government, but the U.S. military the right to detain you and uh, indefinitely with no due process. Now, when I was in America, um, I don't often say this, but I might as well say it here tonight, my driver, who has carried all the prophetic preachers across America before me, told me, he said, every time we get to a bridge, you watch. And we went through 38 states in two and a half weeks, and every bridge we got, went near, there were men working underneath it, putting in steel girders. He said, that is for the United Nations tanks that are going to come in and take over America shortly. Is everybody clear what I'm saying tonight? This goes on tape. The whole of America will be inundated with United Nations troops. In fact, they're training now. Heavy artillery rocked downtown Tampa today as the military gunships and helicopters roared by the convention center. Now, this is all part of the annual Special Forces Operations Convention. While it wasn't a real invasion, our Chris Trankman says it looked about as real as it could get. This was different. Uh, this was a first for me. <laughs> Usually no one sees what we do. The display featured Apache helicopters speeding overhead, while bigger Blackhawk choppers carried highly trained operatives as part of a make-believe invasion. In the distance, they must travel to the target. The spectacle rivals any show. All right. Wow, we have the other one. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. It is a big idea, a new world order, a world in which there is a very real prospect of a new world order. After 1989, President 
Bush kept said, and it's a phrase that I often use myself, that we needed a new world order. There is a chance for the President of the United States to use this disaster to carry out what his father, a phrase his father used, I think, only once and hasn't been used since, and that is a new world order. So that the problem of the Bush presidency will be the emergence of a new international order. Within the next four years, we will see the emergence of a new international the beginning, order. The beginning of a new international order. The pieces are in flux. Soon they will settle again. Before they do, let us reorder this world around us. I think its task will be to develop an overall strategy for America in this period when really a new world order can be created. It's a great opportunity and it is such a crisis. It's about the future of Europe and a new world order. There's a need for a new world order, but it has different characteristics in different parts of, of the world. But today, with Asia already outproducing Europe, India and China are clearly becoming part of our new order. We are now facing a common challenge. And the challenge is how to build a world order for the first time in history on a global basis. So, in conclusion, ladies and gentlemen, a new world is emerging. It is a new world order with significantly different and radically new challenges. The affirmative... Amazing, 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 amazing. And these are yes. talks, this is from 2014 and earlier. And some of those are too. way back from the um, Father Bush. Okay, it's just It's just showing you and these are these were all open statements. These these weren't anything hidden in the dark. Somebody had a secret recorder and all these. These were national speeches, you know. So, yes. uh, and again, some of this is old, but many people are still don't get it, still don't understand this is coming. Um, and some some basically some don't care. Some when you start telling them about this, they 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 they, they when you start interrupting their reality. What they perceive right. as reality, um, they get disturbed by it, and you know, oh, I don't want to hear it right now. Uh, you know, go hide my head under a rock somewhere. I'll, I'll, I'll be okay. You know, and um, it's just it's, that's just nonsense to me when the truth is coming right at you. You know, when Bible prophecy is coming right at you. <laughs> you know, uh, and 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 that doesn't mean believe everything I say when I say it. It just means at least. Take a listen and then go look for yourself. You know, exactly. Because everything I say doesn't have to be true. You know, I could I could make a mistake exactly. and say something wrong. Only God is totally on one hundred percent true, and that's His word. So, um, but you know, it really irritates me when you're trying to just wake somebody up and or a group of people up, and it's just like, ugh, ugh, you're like pounding against a wall. <laughs> you're speaking to walls, you know. Um, but to, just to go back to what we're talking about, this financial thing, you know, it, it all comes back down to this one world economy that's coming. And, um, you know, we have this, this thing out there called Bitcoin. And right. Bitcoin was, was started by um, some Internet uh, nerds. And 
to, to basically facilitate a private way of doing finances among net users. And turns out that last year, New York regulators were proposing regulations for Bitcoin and other virtual currencies. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying Bitcoin is going to be the one that's going to be basically the, the one to take over and uh, the elites use that as the next currency to control the world. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. I just know it's going to include the market beast, you know, when all that stuff happens. Um, right. But Bitcoin is, is growing rapidly, rapidly. And for them to be wanting to propose regulations for this and other currencies, it's really a, a, a eye-opener. Because, again, a lot of people praise the almighty, well, that, as they call it, the almighty dollar, you know, uh, or, or, or in other currencies, the euros and whatever. And none of these have sustainability at this time, none of the currencies, even China. And that's because, because, they, and that's because they want their, their currency to be um, to be to be floated, or their currency is going to um, um, the new currency that everyone is talking about. They want that to um, to come in and uh, and to be the currency. You know, the Soviets have called for it. The, um, mm-hmm. the Chinese have called for the new currency. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you see that happen, that's going to be a, that's going to affect yeah. us in a major yeah, you way. Mean- yeah, you name all ten nations that the Bible talks about, and they're all here right now. Um, all of them will call for it. All of them, you know. Right. Because everybody's looking for something to uh, better their economy, bring stabilization, uh, make uh, what they call a third world nation better. You know, because everybody wants to be modern. In a sense of a lot of in a lot of ways, you know, medicine this, that, and the other. Um, so how, how how are they going to do that when their dollar's worth nothing? When they have to report exactly. to the central bank? You know, when when the IMF or whoever else comes into your country, lends you money, but tells you how you can use it. They, they demand mm-hmm. to you how you can use it. So then, basically, most of these countries, whether they're working with the power elite or not, um, they want equality in their finances. They want they don't want one country over us. We want to be a global community, a global economic structure. So that will bring a lot of peace to the planet. Hmm. You know, what kind I, of peace um, are they gonna get? Brother, I have another clip that I would like to mm. play. Um I'm just gonna mm-hmm. go into the clip. Um just talking about some of the things that are coming on based on the word. Mm. Backfire, and it's actually going to bring about the next calamity. It's not finished. Israel, that was the first calamity. It kept coming, another calamity, and another until it was destroyed because they didn't turn back. Well, with America, there was also a second shaking, a second calamity. We saw last time we, we left off kind of on Capitol Hill with a with a vow, the prophecy going forth on the day after 9/11 of this very same ancient vow by the Senate Majority Leader mm-hmm. proclaiming it. Well, well, years later is going to come the next shaking. It's not going to be a strike physically. It's going to be a strike on America's power itself. The very power that underlies America, its financial, economic superpower, is going to collapse. And this is going to happen, these are the kind of two big events of the last 10 years. It's going to collapse. 
And the thing is, this is all linked to this ancient mystery as well, and it's linked to 9-11 as well. And actually, the day that it all collapsed, the day that triggered it all, the government and the Federal Reserve mm-hmm. was, in, was on Wall Street. And they made a decision. They said, basically, we're going to let this thing fall, this little thing fall, Lehman Brothers. They triggered the whole, the whole thing fell because of that. After that, they triggered it. The day they announced it, the day they made that, that announcement, hey, we're going to do this, was the anniversary of the day that the ancient vow was proclaimed on Capitol Hill at the day after 9-11. The day that it was saying, we're coming back stronger, on that anniversary, seven years to the day, that's when America, that's when the government made this fateful decision, brought the economic collapse. And there are mysteries that go back to Isaiah and even to Moses, even to even 3,000 years, that have determined everything that's happened to the days of the crash, the hours that affect everybody's pocketbook, and affect the future. Everything we're experiencing to this day. Now, in uh, Judaism, there is an observance. In fact, it's part of the law uh, in which the Lord lays out a seven-year period, Shavuah. And then at the end of that, there's a Shemitah year. And the fascinating thing is that ancient Israel failed to keep her Shemitahs. She sinned mm-hmm. by not recognizing the yeah. Lord's bounty and provision. And uh, it, you, you uh, bring that into the harbinger, I think, in a most effective way. Well, yeah, the Shemitah, so, yeah, every seven years, it's supposed to be a blessing. I mean, initially, hey, you rest, yeah. you don't buy, you don't sow, you don't reap, you don't buy, you don't all. And it was supposed to be a blessing, but uh, exactly as you said, they said, no, we're not going to do this. We're driving God out of our life. We want the, we'd rather have the money than have, than have the rest with God. Yeah. And so they, they drive it out, and as we know, it comes back at them as judgment, because when they're in captivity, the captivity goes by the number of Shemitah or, or Sabbath years they didn't keep. That's how the 70 years are from that. So it becomes a sign of judgment. And on the very last day of the Sabbath year, or Shemitah, comes this, the final crescendo. It's the day of the Shemitah. That's the day, Elul 29. It's the 29th day of the Hebrew month of Elul, when all the financial accounts, the credits wiped out, debts wiped out, financial accounts wiped clean of the nation, which would be a good thing. But again, when it, when it rejects God, this comes back as a sign of judgment against a nation that has driven God out of its life that specifically touches its financial realm. So what would this have to do with America? America is not under a law that we have to observe these things, but as a sign, a sign of judgment, of warning of a nation. Here's what happens. The first, keep in mind the seven-year thing. That's the, that's, the, that's the key, cycle, seven-year cycle. We see the first shaking is 9-11. Second shaking is the economic collapse. When does it happen? It happens in 2008. So it's seven years, first of all, to the year. Then it, when did it happen? The, it collapsed in September of 2008. Seven years to the month. When exactly? To the, it was the second week of September. Seven years to the week of the first collapse is when the second one came. And actually, when America was observing 9-11 commemoration on that day, the second calamity was being set in motion in Wall Street. So you got the seven-year thing going on. But then it gets even more like exact because the great, what was the greatest day of this crash that we all witnessed? The greatest day it happened at the end of September 2008. It was the greatest stock market crash in the history of America. It crashed over 700 points. And it was, there was nothing ever like it. They, the beginning of that day, they're ringing the, the bell of Wall Street. It would not ring. They took it as an omen. It would not make a sound. And so when did that happen, the greatest, the greatest collapse in American history? It happened on the 29th day of Elul, the exact 
biblical day appointed to strike a nation's financial realm and that to wipe out the credit and debt the exact day that it did. And that brought the Great Recession. And it's, we're going to see if we come back, it's even more amazing. And, 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 and it's happening exactly. I mean, even this, I mean, that, that exact day when you have to wipe out the, the financial accounts under the Shemitah, it closed at sunset. They finished in late afternoon. The stock market finishes in late afternoon. It's even to the hour. And it didn't just happen once, we're going to see. But it's amazing and it's uncanny. This, this mystery that we spoke of, in, and we have this exact day, the exact wiping of America's yeah. account, go back now seven years before. It's a seven-year cycle. So go back seven years from that crash. What happens? It brings you to September 2001. We have 9-11. Have something else. We have the other greatest crash in American history up to that day. Just happened to happen seven years before that. And when did it happen? It happened September 17, 2001. It actually was caused by 9-11. And so what on the Hebrew calendar, because the Shemitah is not a Western calendar, it's the Shemitah, it's the, the Hebrew calendar. So what happens if we go there? The great, other greatest crash in American history up to that day happened on the exact same biblical day appointed to judge a nation's financial accounts to wipe away, which it did again, happened on the 29th of Elul, the exact day. So both the two greatest crashes, I mean, it's mind-boggling, you know, the two greatest crashes in American history up to those days, both happened exactly seven years apart on the exact Hebrew biblical day strike about a nation that has driven God out of its life, and they both happen exactly seven years apart to the Hebrew day and to the hour. Same thing. I mean, it's amazing. And here's another thing, Gary. It wasn't just only that it was a Elul 29 both times. I mean, this is, you know, the odds go astronomical, but it was, there was only one Elul 29 every seven years that can be the actual Shemitah. When did these things happen? On the exact once in every seven years Shemitah. And so when it was happening, hmm. it means in Israel, they're Orthodox <laughs> Jews,
yeah, it brings in it, it's so away. many things, so many things well, are, are going to happen, you know, uh, because of our disrespect to our creator. And we're talking about right. on every level, government, school, uh, finances, uh, you know, family. And most of these things were um, orchestrated, but the orchestration pushed it along to where it is right now, you know, and nobody wanted to listen all these years. I mean, I, I can't forget when I'm in this meeting and I'm telling, you know, some 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 guys about why some of the things were happening with um, the homosexual stuff and other things going on and, you know, whatever, in, in the society and the other person was like, why don't we just read our Bible? And just, why do we have to worry about these other things? Exactly. <laughs> nobody's actually first. First and foremost, but, but, nobody's worrying about it. But we right. are, we are sounding the alarm that we need to wake up and and look at what's going on. And like, like just, let's just go back to the to the Bitcoin thing, right? Right. Big Bitcoin and other virtual currencies have been gaining the backing of legitimate investors and in mainstream businesses. Earlier in 2014, Overstock.com became the first major retailer to accept digital money. Users swap cash for virtual currency using online exchanges, then store it in a wallet program on their computer. Program can transfer payments directly to a merchant who accepts the currency or to a private party anywhere in the world, eliminating transaction fees and the need to provide bank and credit card information. Hmm. Very, 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 very interesting. Wow. So it's a bit, I mean, the article goes on and on, but that, that right there is very significant. Um, and I'm not, I'm not demonizing Bitcoin or anything. What, what the thing is, digital money. Most of our transaction today is digital anyway. We put money in our bank, and we think that it stays in that bank. No, it's just, some, <laughs> just you know. Some I mean, many people still, yeah, many people still think that. Most of it's digital. It's just numbers just floating around. And even you know, like, look, look at Greece. The bank shut down. It's like you could have took a, a boat over to the next island or something with a bank there and get your money, right? <laughs> and that didn't happen. Yeah. I can't, your bank has shut down. Your whole industry down. You can't do nothing. That's right. Only, you can only go the euros per day, which is like mm-hmm. 120 $130. And in a state like that, there's nothing you yeah. can do with that. Yeah, they're going to ration the money. Yeah. You know, and you can't do, you can't live life the way you thought you were going to live it once that uh, industry is, is closed. You know? I mean, how many banks actually keep a um, million dollars in the, in the safe. Hardly any. This yeah. illusion that you put in $250 or $250,000 that is right there in that same bank that you put it in. Just get that out to your head. It's, you know, I mean, the way we do transactions now, um, it should be common sense. But a lot of people still think the money just stays there. And that just, you know, when, when we operate our, our lifestyles on ignorance, that becomes a bigger problem. Because you'll never see the tidal wave that's building up against you. 
and and in this case, of course, we're talking about financial. You know. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm I'm sure you have some that. that. You know. Well, I I just um. Um. I just came across a scripture. A scripture just came to my mind, and I just wanted to read it. This is Second Timothy three, verse one. This know also that in the last days perilous times will come, for men shall be lovers of themselves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. Truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, um, despisers of those who are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. You know, and you you talked about that. You talked about um, how um, this whole issue with money. Money is a huge thing for people, and how people now, you know, it's. I read one of the articles about uh, about the people in Greece, and they're like, these people are just handling it very well. They, you know, and some people, wow, it's they're they're just so, it's a prideful nation, and all, and I'm looking at that, and I'm seeing how, you know, people love not only themselves. They love their self-image. We have, we 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 are looking at a place that is, it is so transformed. The world has just mm-hmm. just changed totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, um, could you play that that Ezekiel clip? The Ezekiel clip coming next. Yeah. But because, you know, I, just because you're going you're going into into the the the, the um certain points in society and how we're living. We're talking about things moving into a, you know, the shadow of darkness and the deception. And this is not the first nation to crumble like this. We can go into Rome and other countries, um, societies, but there's a specific society in the Bible, but you know, when you're ready, you can play. Just, just some of the other other things, but I'm going to play it next, but how you see how men have, they're choosing to follow after their own lust. They're going after, you know, they're leaving the things that are natural and going towards things that are unnatural. And this is now yeah. the law. There we go. Behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom. Pride, fullness of bread, and abundance of idleness was in her and in her daughters. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy. And they were haughty and committed abomination before me. Therefore, I took them away as I saw good. Mm. And that was the Lord speaking um, mm. about what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities. Um, because you know, I just want to you know, kind of like zero in it because we, we always say Sodom right. and Gomorrah, but there were surrounding cities that got destroyed with them, and you know, clearly. It's, it wasn't just homosexuality. It was pride, financial wealth, being lazy, uh, 
you know, yeah. all these, these these things that God hates, you know? And it's the same way we've gotten. Heady. One of the things it says, heady, headstrong, you know, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Um, mm-hmm. And they're without natural affection. They, you know, we look at some of the things that are going on, Chris, and, you know, um, they were showing uh, some video where this one guy was a Caucasian man, and he was being beaten up by all these these black um, youths. And you don't even see it on the media. Where's the media to show that? Nothing. Right. Nothing. Right. But you look and you see people are just, it's like they're without a heart. Mm-hmm. You're doing things that are just unbelievable. Yeah. And and, and just to like, since we're, we're on this, um, you know, subject about the society it, it go to, straight to entertainment when when um BET was brought out they changed the whole structure of it not that it was some holy channel or something but they changed the whole right. structure of it to dumb down the audience that was looking li- listening um, exactly. the, the educational well, program yeah well MT was always just corrupt anyway and they're owned by the same person um, yeah. Viacom. Viacom is, is, is a company that bought right. BET, exactly. and they, they own M- M- MTV. So you look at MTV, you look at BT today. It's the same thing. It's just a dip, uh, into another culture, and they push this materialism through the music of these uh, these rappers and R&B. Whoever's on the, on the station, they it's all about materialism. Get what you got when you can get it. The rich die young. Uh, you know, um, get live or die trying. I mean, get rich or, or, or die trying, sorry. Um, all these things that make you focus and focus and focus on money. Exactly. There's another thing that I think you only live once. I can't remember that, that saying. Um, only live once. YOLO. Or, YOLO. YOLO, right. Yeah. That, um, and that's, that that's a lie, too. And, 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 but I'm just saying, these are the images putting out there. And, you know, images are so powerful. Mm-hmm. They're very powerful. And then, yeah. It's, it's like um, this um, this World Cup thing for women that was going on the other day. Um, a friend of mine was watching with his little son, and they're watching, and they're like, wow, great victory. And the young lady, after she finishes, she runs over and kisses a woman. That's an image that has gone yeah. across the nation, across the world, and it's planted in people's mind. This is not; these things are not normal. Mm-hmm. You know, these things are not Warm normal. Warm to those. Warm to those. Exactly. And 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 just to touch back on the entertainment again, it, it's it's um these 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 younger folks that um or either out getting illegal money or want to strive to make a better life for themselves, um, look up to these artists and they go all types of routes, legal and legal, to to get as much wealth as they can exactly. to please people. They, they, they're not even pleased with themselves, but they want to please people. They want to ride around the car that people are looking at that don't care after they see it, you know? People that could care less about their bends or their 
uh, car with the uh, with the, with the big rims and the sound system. People could care less about that stuff, but you want to show off because you've never had money. So let me show everybody that I have money. You know how many people I know like that that have gotten robbed and killed because they wanted to show off? Exactly. So they follow the course of the world. Amen. And it's the same thing with the, with, the, with, the, with the rich. Um, not that it's bad to have some financial success, but does your uh, worth, is it in the financial success or in the creator? You know, because finances can come and go easy as the breeze shifts. One day you're rich, next day you're poor. Especially we're if you don't know how to manage your money. Exactly. And we're so, seeing that now even in China. We can see that the, mm-hmm. they have lost 30% of their market, $3.2 trillion. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a nation. But how mm-hmm. many people's lives have been affected by that? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And that's why so, we are, we, we're called to be, like you said, we're called to be prudent. We're called to be wise in managing our money. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Chris, the other, the other the, um, I don't know if you're finished. Is there anything else you want to say on this particular sh- subject before we move on, my dear brother? Uh, we can move on. It's, 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 you know, we spent, we spent a good amount of time on it. This is coming and um, you, you need to do your research on, on, on what the financial situation of the world is, not just America, um, and just get prepared. And when I say prepared, I don't mean, uh, you know, trying to get up a, a million pounds of gold. And I'm talking about spiritually. Amen. Spiritually prepared Amen. for what's coming. Because no matter how prepared you are with whatever else, if you're not spiritually prepared, you're still Thank lost. Exactly. There, there's a there's a place called heaven and a place called hell. Both of them are real. Exactly. And you will live forever in one of them. You know. Exactly. So. Uh, and the word says the word also says, "What does it profit uh, for a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul?" It's you know, and, it's more important to seek God while He may be found. Get to know Him intimately, who He is. Yeah. You know, and remember, grace. Grace is is you, the believer and unbeliever, getting up every morning and doing what you're doing. God is still giving the unbeliever a chance through His grace. You wake up every morning and you go do what you're doing, whether it's good or bad, but you're still unsaved. Only one Amen. way, Jesus Amen. Christ. So we can move on to the next yeah. subject. Yeah, the next subject that I, I, I saw today um, was um, Oregon allowing a 15-year-old to get um, state-subsidized sex change operation. Yeah, yeah. You see, <laughs> we, we, we touched on a lot of things last week, and immediate, every time we, we touch on these subjects, immediately the next day something comes out. Because this, these happens. things are moving exactly. so rapidly, rapidly. And you see a, a state-subsidized sex change. Doesn't that sound like it could be something linked to Obamacare? Like this, could, this person could have Obamacare and get a sex, case, a sex change. And I, I read one part of another article with the same uh, incident where they, I guess they're trying to get consent from the par- parents. No, no, no. But how? No, 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 no. They are? You they're don't not? need consent from. You don't need consent from the parents. 
As a matter of fact, the teacher or a teacher in a classroom said, if I am even to give the child um, medication for the headache, I have to call the parent. However, mm-hmm. if the child wants to have a sex change operation at the age of 15, mm-hmm. they can do it without the parental consent. Oh, okay. All right. Got you. Um, can you imagine I mean, 15, 15-year-old, a 15-year-old. 15-year-old. Yeah, that says I want to go headlong into sin. <laughs> the state's going to give the money to do it. That's that's just madness. And um, we learned today in church that this is how it's going to go. If we continue on this path, not just the individual, you know, I mean, the whole nation goes on this path if it if it continues like this rapidly. You, you're going to see all... all Stuff that we've never seen before or even thought about becoming legal will become legal. Yes. We, we, we saw today a woman, sorry, a woman <laughs> married her dog. When today? Dude, not yeah. today, this yeah. last week. Married her okay. dog. Kissed the dog in the mouth. Amazing. What? Lord, have mercy. Have mercy on us, oh Lord God. That's not even legal. Have mercy on us. No, but listen to this one. I, I got to go back to this article. We're talking about we're talking about this this young lady having this sex change operation. I want you to mm. got to put it in perspective. Yeah. The list of things a fifteen year old are not legally allowed to do in Oregon is long. They can't mm. try it, smoke, donate mm. blood, get a tattoo, or even go on a tanning bed. But under this, this law that was passed in January. They don't need any parent con- parental consent to go ahead and have this sex change operation. Many right. residents are stunned to learn that they can do this without any notification to the parent. Mm. And the state yeah. will even pay for it through the medical Medicaid programs mm. in the Oregon Health Plan. Wow. <laughs> you see, how, have we gone far? Have we gone, have we lost our minds? The person can't even drive. He can't even drive. Oh, uh, the the woman wow. I was speaking about. This is not in America, not yet. Mm-hmm. This is in Croatia. The lady is mm-hmm. Amanda Rogers. She's forty-seven years old, and um, wow. her dog or wife. Oh, and it's a it, it's a female getting married to a female dog. The the dog's name is Sheba. They had this ceremony. And it was attended by 200 guests. Yuck. I mean, it's nasty. This is disgusting. I mean, the amount of depravity. Now, this is this stuff is, I mean, people think about America a lot because it's just coming out from here and spreading everywhere else. And other places have already accepted this type of stuff anyway. Um, but they're trying to make it legal. Uh, not, not, the, not the bestiality, but, you know, the homosexuality. Um, but everything is just boiling up around the world. A dog? Are you marrying a I can't, you know, I can't even think about things like that. It's just disgusting. You know? God knows what she does with this animal. But, um, you know, you, you're going to see that things just come out of the woodworks. I mean, we talked about it last week, so I don't want to, like, dance on it too much, but these are important issues. And... But you know what, my brother? It's not even... In one country per se, but it's all over the world. Right. That's what, yeah. That's what I'm saying. 
And uh, you know, last last year, last year there was a, a mother that encouraged her child, her boy child, to dress up as a woman, I mean, or a girl, dress up as the opposite sex, and 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 um, get a transgender operation. She encouraged it. So it's the mind of people, like the Bible says, they fall into this reprobate mind, the mind that just can't figure out, is this wrong or right? Because they've gone that far, depravity. Wow. And and, and soon, again, this is not to <laughs> make things necessary legal. It's just to shut the church down around the world. Because anybody that comes out and says, marrying my dog is wrong, they're hating me. And they're causing me mental instability and causing me pain, and I need to sue them. Get rid of those Christians. But, but you know, um, not only that, we talk, I think we talked briefly about the man who, um, last week who says he wants to marry two wives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah there's a video talk on about that. that. Yeah. Talk about that. Uh, he, he wants and to how... marry. <laughs> he... <laughs> oh, my God. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right, right. No, no, go ahead. I, I'm just going to no, you talked about how you want to marry his two wives, and listen, it should be because we truly all love each other, and this is what they're mm-hmm. they're putting forth. And you know, uh, we read in um, I think it was Psalms too. Psalms, let us cast the bands asunder, and we look mm-hmm. and we see men are, are, and when I say men, it's men and women are going hard. To change the word of God, to do their own thing, and it's going to—they're going to reap something that is not going to be nice. Judgment, God, Amen. there is a judgment that's coming, mm-hmm. and although God is loving, seek Him when He can be found. Seek Him now, because there's a time coming where things are going to change, and change. Yeah. When it comes, when that day of reckoning comes, there mm-hmm. is no running. There is no mm-hmm. hiding. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a law in in order that um, if, a, if a homosexual comes to you for uh, advice on how to not be homosexual, there's a law that says that you cannot do that. I mean, what is the Antichrist going to do? He's going to change laws. I'm, and, and for the record, I am not calling Obama the Antichrist because he's not. But he's a type of Antichrist. Um, and and a lot I'm of people saying, around the world, a lot of people around the world are a type of Antichrist because they have the Antichrist well, spirit. Right. I'm not saying that about President Obama. I'm not saying that at all. Mm-hmm. What I will say is that um, the Word of God says, "By their fruits you shall know them." Yes. And That's what the they're changing laws to affect day in, day out, to bring on the demoralization of this country, and then want to spread the propaganda around the world. That's why the Kenyans, when Obama comes to America, yes. uh, to, to to Africa, he can't be pushing oh. this gay agenda or go home and shut up. Right. That's what they're saying. Yeah. I mean, thank God that there's still people in the world that are, like, pushing against Standing the up. Standing up. Because exactly. if people don't speak up and stand up, it'll just come and collapse up top of you, on top of you. So people need to keep speaking up. I, I mean, 
this is not just about the world or how you live, the state of your state or nation. It's it's much more. It's just this is about the spiritual depravity. This this whole cesspool of sin that's all over the place and just getting worse. I mean, um, we we are not in the tribulation, the great tribulation period yet. Imagine what that'll be like. Correct. So exactly. And just to, know, just to, just to touch on what we were talking about, the same transgender gender thing here. Mm-hmm. It says um, some Girl Scouts, and this we wanted to touch on this last week briefly. Right around the same mm-hmm. thing, Girl Scouts they were able to raise over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for transgender members, I guess, to have their operations. Two hundred and fifty thousand. It's a Girl Scout. Do you remember? <laughs> so do you remember when the do you remember when the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts were more like Christian organizations? Yes. You could send your kids there without worrying, and yes. now some yes. of the the Boy Scout mem- uh, leaders are, uh, you know, homosexual <laughs> and all these other things. I mean, now nah, I send my picnic away. So you understand? <laughs> no, 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 no. And then look at the stuff they're funding now. They're funding sin. Fund it. Get money for it. Exactly. Let's do it. Exactly. Exactly, and uh, you know, amazing. There, there's, there's so much evidence on on online, especially entertainment, and I'm not talking about artists that are known. These upcoming artists that are freestyling and rapping about doing sexual things, boys, these young teenage boys are on video rapping about doing sexual things to other men. But one of one of the um the the they, um the, the, the laws that are coming into play is the same mm-hmm. pedophilia. Yeah. That um people don't want to talk about, but it's it's coming. Yeah. You know, it's coming down the pike. I mean, I can't I can't understand how people still don't understand that this is still gonna come. They're still refusing to listen. They're still refusing to see that this is reality. These things are going to come if you don't start speaking up. But but again, but again, you know, a lot of people are afraid of losing their jobs or, uh, you know, standing up for Christ in whatever way they need to. So, the line in the sand is going to get drawn. Are you going to stay on the side of God or the side of the world, which is the side of Satan? You know, a lot of people are living in comfort. They don't want that comfort messed up, so they're going to either stay quiet or go along. But when they get put in that room and get asked questions, are you um, for or against LGBT rights? Or you're a Christian? How many organizations do you belong to? We see here that your church has many things, and you're a part of it. And you're part of this uh, hatred, or you know, those type of questions are going to be asked. So it's not like you can stay exactly. quiet and not be questioned, because most people already know you're Christian. Some some of you have done your job and and actually spoke up at your job and whatever else, and they already know. The ones that are lukewarm and you know just out there claiming. Christ in name alone. Mm. Yeah, you got you got some exactly. rec- reckoning to be dealing with. So exactly. But go ahead, my brother. Romans one sixteen. 
and the reason why we're here, because we, it says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, because it has the power of God unto salvation to each one that believes, first to the Jew and also to the Greek. So we are just here to share the gospel of Jesus Christ to those in a dying world, those that need to know that Jesus Christ is real. And if you repent and come to know him intimately, come to know him and seek him for yourself, seek while he may be found, then you'll have an opportunity to see who he really is. And he will reveal himself to you. This God that created the heavens and the earth, the entire universe, and everything that, that, there, is, that there is in it. And we can see his handiwork because man can't duplicate it. I know I might be going off topic, but you know what? You might be listening to the show for the first time, but I've got to share with everyone the importance of coming to know Jesus Christ for themselves. And, and my brother. you know, it says, for God so loved the world, God loved the world, okay, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the commandment, that light come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hates the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God, or forged in God. So we hear, we hear John, we hear John three sixteen all the time, but we need to just flush it out with the rest of, you know, because a lot of people think that, oh God is just going to send us to hell. It's unfair. You're already headed there. It says you're already condemned. You are born in sin. Jesus came to wash your sins away with his blood on the cross. And if you accept the free gift of salvation, you will have eternal life. It's just that simple. But because we want to hang on to our sins or hang on to our money, hang on to the things in this world that don't matter in the end. You know, sometimes I play uh, little games on my phone. And, you know, in the little games, you could stack up points or reach and put on a new suit or something, whatever it is, is right? But in the end, it doesn't matter. None of it. None of it. These little points you get, it, it's, it's stupid. It's nothing. Nothing, none of it matters. And the same thing goes for the stuff in this world. Yeah, you have a, you have a, a God-given destiny to you. And if you accept his will, you, you'll find out what that is or you keep going on your own path and you find out that hellfire awaits. We, we, we get our education and we get good jobs and all, you know, our founding fathers and, and the, the people that built our colleges taught the Bible first, the Bible first. 
and then we, we get the other away thing, from science, yeah, science, math, and everything, and we it's to help our community. So we will be spreading the gospel and helping being a doctor, lawyer, whatever it is. But it's flipped on the end now, and God has taken out completely. So in the end, all of it's trash anyway, because it has God. God is not in it. You know, and like the Bible. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, just saying, you know, the the you know, it shows that you know, light came in the, in, the, in the world, and hey, the darkness can't comprehend it. You know, mm-hmm. and people that they, they they have darkness in their hearts. They want to continue doing what I, you know. I, I know people personally. They want to keep doing. They know that we've been talking about this stuff for years, years, but it's just head knowledge to them. It's head knowledge. They know it, and they know that Jesus is Lord, but they won't commit to it. They won't give their heart to Him. You know why? Because they want to keep living the way they're living, and none of that is mounting to anything. It's not amounting to anything because all of us are getting older by the second. And some of us are going to reach the grave faster than the others. And, you know, and that's, you know, that's, that, that's, that's the other thing that you're talking about. It's appointed for every man to have one life, and after that there's death. That's standard. I don't care if you're rich, you're poor, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Everyone has to die, you know. And we got to find out who God is for ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like Romans. You going into Romans? What you read? No, no. I was just going to say. I was just going to say Romans one. Let you know that that's, you that's have no excuse. Okay, go that's ahead. where I was going. <laughs> Romans one. <laughs> wow. Romans one, um, eighteen. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and all unrighteousness of men who hold the truth. In unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead. So they are without excuse. Everyone is without excuse because it can be seen. God gives man, and the other part is God gives man up to his unrighteousness. Because that, um, because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were kindful, but because became vain in their imagination, and their foolish hearts were darkened. We talked about that as, as our show tonight, because things are being darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they become fools and change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like a, to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their hearts, to dishonor their own bodies, between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God's, God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change their natural use, that which is against nature, 
and likewise also their men, leaving the natural use of a woman, burned in their loss, one towards another, men with men, working which is unseemly and receiving themselves that recompense for their error, which was meat. Man. I don't think I need to say any more. Yeah. And people just refuse to, to, to know what the Bible say says about all sorts of things. And the word I, I didn't of God write is that, true. Folks. I didn't write it. This is the word of God, and it's true. This is what he says in his yeah. word. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And the word of God is true. I haven't, I haven't, as much as long as I've been living as a Christian, I haven't seen it wrong one time. Not one time. Amen. Especially Amen. in the light of Bible prophecy. It's just like everything just, woo. I get excited. We're, we're, so as, as Christians, we should be excited because we know that our Lord is returning very soon. For Amen. the world, hellfire awaits. Don't turn to the Lord. And that that's not something pretty. It's not a party place, you know. So wake up. Wake Amen. up. I, you know what? As, as we talk about this, we talked about this and we are looking at what was going on in, in, in the days. Because the Bible says, as it was in the days of now, so shall it be in the end. I would like to play another clip and so that people will come to the understanding of what we're trying to say, the message that we're trying to to, to share with people, how, how urgent it is. Like you said, it's time for us to wake up. So we're going to see what was going on in the days of Lot. YouTubers, Pastor Bob in CC. Hey, I wanted to talk to you for just a minute about the end of the world and the return of Christ. What's it going to be like? What is this planet going to be like when all this goes down? Jesus said no one knows the day or the hour, but he told us to watch for signs. And the world will never know what hit them, but we as Christians are to be able to look around and determine what's going on. And the first scripture I want to take you to is Matthew 24, 37 to 39. Jesus says, For as it were in the days of Noah, so will it be in the coming of the Son of Man. For in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day when Noah entered the ark. And they were unaware until the flood came and swept them all away. So will it be at the coming of the Son of Man. Here's our key. So will it be. So what happened in the days of Noah? This is what he says. For in those days before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, giving in marriage, until the day when Noah entered the ark and they were unaware. This tells us that the world, most people, people who are not spiritually in tuned, are going to be completely unaware. The days of Noah. 
When we go to the days of Noah, what was the earth like? The Bible tells us in Genesis that the earth was full of violence. You know that literally every single night in America, young men in drug wars fighting for turf are literally killing each other every single night. Every city in America is virtually the murder capital of America every single day. We have cops killing unarmed people all over America. Every country from Mexico down, if you can't go anywhere in Mexico right now unless you take a cruise ship and you go to one of the port cities where their military is protecting you. There's no place in Brazil that's safe. No place in any place in Central America. Any place you go, you'll be kidnapped for ransom. Uh, virtually, there's no place you're going to go any place in Russia that you're not going to be killed. There's no place in Africa you're going to go. Somalia, ships can't even go by Somalia. Uh, anywhere in the Middle East, in, in any Islamic country, unless you go to a tourist location, you're completely unsafe. It's not even safe for their own citizens in almost every city. People are protesting right now all over the planet. Violence has completely filled this planet. There is no place safe. This is something else that went on in the days of Noah. 200 angels came down to Mount Hermon. In Genesis 6, it says, and the sons of God, that term's only used five times in the Bible, always refers to angels. They came down and mated with human women, and the Nephilim were the result of that offspring, the giants of old. And the reason that Satan did that was he did it to alter the bloodline so the Messiah couldn't come. Now, if you've never heard of that, never studied it, uh, don't leave any nasty comments because you don't know what you're talking about. But that was one of the things that were going on, genetic mutations. People right now, our military has been doing genetic mutations for years, trying to inject human brain cells into mice, into German shepherds trying to build a super weapon. Uh, we have genetics going on with all of our crops, everything. We're trying to redefine the building blocks of God. So the days of Noah will be violence and genetic mutations. That gen The generation that sees both of these, not just one, because violence has been about the earth since man's been here, but the genetic mutations, this right here, is the key. So are we living in the days of Noah? You decide. The second scripture we're going to look at is Luke 17, 28 to 30. This is what Jesus says. He just talked about this. Now look. Likewise, if you go into Luke, this scripture in Luke, he talks about Noah just before he talks about this. Just as it was in the days of Lot. They were eating, drinking, buying, selling, planting, and building. Life is normal. 
every day was absolutely normal. They never saw it coming. But on the day when Lot went out of Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven on them. So will it be on the day when the Son of Man is revealed. They never saw it coming. So what happened in the days of Lot? Sodomy. Homosexual agenda. This is what's going on. Sodomy in Sodom and Gomorrah was absolutely acceptable. It was a way of life. There was nothing wrong with it. The people were so sexually perverted, they didn't even know that they were sinning against God. Does that seem to be happening today? I mean, do we have homosexuals marching in our streets? Do we have a government that is promoting and protecting the rights of the homosexual? Do the homosexuals have absolutely more rights than Christians? Christians, I mean, we can't even protest in the streets. We'd be arrested. It's illegal. You cannot proclaim Jesus Christ in public. What do, what do you think? So is sodomy and sexual perversion rampant, not only in America, not only in New York, San Francisco, and New Orleans, but across the entire planet. Sodomy is the norm. Sexual perversion is the norm. So tell me, everybody, does this right here fit America and planet Earth today? I think the answer is, yes, it does. And the thing about Jesus' return, there's nothing that you're going to be able to see that specifically says, okay, he's coming next Tuesday. You'll never know the day or the hour. But we are to know the seasons. And we are absolutely living in the end days. It doesn't take a genius to figure this out. Are you saved? Because if you're not saved, you need to be. You need to repent. You need to put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. If you do, you will live on into eternity. If you don't, you will spend eternity in the lake of fire. That's just the way it is. This is why you need to put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because in both these instances, Noah and Lot, God Almighty, rescued his people from both. You put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. You'll live on into eternity. If you don't, you won't. That's just the way it is. Just remember, just like all these people, all these people, once you take your last breath, it's a done deal. Done wow. deal. Done deal. <laughs> I, you know, my dear brother, I, you didn't even know what I had in store when I picked up this video, and you, you touched on a lot of the same points yeah. that we talked about tonight. Yeah. There's no accident. We didn't plan this like that. We didn't. Mm -hmm. He had his 
you had your notes and we just we just shared with each other. Mm-hmm. Um just as we came on the show and I think this is just yeah. very powerful. Yeah. Uh it's just it just rings true and, and from the beginning of the show to what we just heard. You know, it, everything is just coming together. You know, none of that was orchestrated. <laughs> You know, and everything that he just said is true. They're doing genetically uh, super soldiers and mixing the genes and all these things, and, and uh, the same. It's the same type of society building up, and a society that hates God. And as Christians, we we are we are to be in the world and not of it. And I think that goes a long way because we just like to get into the things of the world a lot. And I'm guilty of it, you know. Uh, but when it comes down to serving God and being called out to do a certain thing, some of these things just have to go. It's just how it has to be because it will keep uh, distracting you. God on day in the position to, to, to go out and, and teach and, and, and do what it, whatever it is that you're doing. And share whether it's a music ministry or preaching or uh, just a, a man uh, doing whatever he's doing in the house of God. It could be just sweeping the floor. Whatever your job Amen. is, Amen. do it and and be you know content with that position and 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 do what God asks you to do. Because if you keep going into this world and and loving the things of the world, you know it says the love of, love of the Lord is not in you. You know love of God is not in you. Um, because you love this world more than him, basically, you know, and so so many things can go on throughout a month, a year, or whatever. And what are we paying our paying attention to more? It's not like you can't go to a movie, you know. Nobody's saying that, or you can't go skate on the ice or whatever you do in your recreation time. That's good, not evil stuff. But is that going to take more attention? get more attention than you, to the attention you put toward the things of God. Because God he tells us to be heavily minded. We're looking towards the hope that, that is there. You know? But we we have this, this thing where we get grounded into the world and we can't we can't even think about what Jesus has in store or what his word says. You know? And and none of us here on the show are Bible scholars. But we know at least a portion of the word so we can come on air and do what God has asked us to do. You know, and, and that's... And, and listen, mm-hmm. and here, and the thing is, it's not about being Jesus scholars, but it's about just wanting to share the word of God. And that's why we're here. Folks, we just right. want to share the word of God. We don't want anyone to be lost. We just want right. to share God's word. Because yeah. the, the time is at hand. The time is at hand. It's, it, there is no way that someone living in this world, with all the things that are going on, turn a blind eye and say it's not, it's not true or it doesn't exist. When we look, we're able to see. When we just, if you turn on the news, you're able to see. You have a crisis over here. You have volcanoes that are erupting, that have never erupted. You have earthquake in diverse places. This is real. And all the things that we're saying are what we are actually seeing. 
The time has come to stand up for the war, for the Lord. Yeah. That's it. The time has yeah. come to stand up for the Lord. Mm-hmm. The church needs you know, to stand. Amen. And the the, the, the one thing that the pastor said also, he talked about mm-hmm. the persecution of the Christian. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if we went out there to march, we would be persecuted. Yeah. In this day and age, you know, oh, I was watching on the, the, the YouTube, and I'm going to let you go up there. I was watching on YouTube, and um, there's a guy, and he just goes on, and he, he's proclaiming the, the word of God, and he gets arrested. Sometimes mm-hmm. people are even jeering and, and, and just yelling and screaming at him. They stop what they're doing during the course of the day, and there are people that follow him and hound him just because he's preaching the word of God. Yeah. yeah. Just because he's preaching the word of God. What were you going to say, my brother? Oh, you touched on the disasters, and, you know, not, not, I'm not, you know, saying what's going to happen or anything. I don't know. But, well, you know, disasters have been increasing and I just feel like one day this nation is going to get rocked by one again, like a, a big one, not not the small little things, little tornado here or something, you know. And when that happens, are 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 the the Christians that are asleep going to still say, no, this is not, this is not, no, this is not, has nothing to do with Bible prophecy. You're just making too much out of it. You're reading too much into it. The scoffers, you know, there can be scoffers in the Christian community. They, they're just not realizing what's going on. Or some of them never even been taught Bible prophecy in their church. Exactly. <laughs> Amazing. And that's a serious problem. Because how are they going to know what's coming if you don't tell them? I mean, they should be in the Word of God for themselves anyway, but that's another issue. But I was just thinking about that when you said about the disasters and um, the, the wars, rumors of wars, and things like that. And... Just what is it going to take to, what more is it going to take to wake Christians up? Is it going to take persecution? Is it going to take more depravity? Is it going to take, you know, them getting violently harassed? What is it going to take? Because our mouths are silent is why these things are coming out. The the The, the, the true church, the true Christian church, the true believers, have not serviced the community in the right way. So what does the community do, did? And, you know, yeah, we have, you know, stuff taken out of school and all that stuff. That's that's a part of it. But the church affecting the community is bigger than that. And a right. lot of churches have done a disservice to the community. So the community turns to the natural things of the world. It turns to Darwinism, self-love, love of money, do what I, I, I do what thou will. I'm gonna do what I want to do. Do it my way. And now it's like we're in scramble mode to wake people up. It should have been waking a long time ago, a long time ago. You know. And again, I don't know how long we have, but Jesus commands us to know the day of the hour, not the day of the hour. I'm sorry, the season. He commands us to know the season. And he called the people at the time hypocrites because um, they'll know, you know, when it's going to rain, 
when the, when the crops yep. are going to come and all these yep. things, but they couldn't yep. tell when the Son of Man was with them. Amen. You know? It's just like, and, you know, Chris, mm. you raise a, a valid point, um, not knowing the time. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go into it, but what it brings to mind for me is um, Matthew 25, where he talks about this. Five foolish virgins and the five wise virgins. Mm. Five were foolish and five were wise. They were all virgins. But five knew when he, he was coming, and they knew his voice. And the other five didn't. They didn't have enough oil in their lamp. Right. And they read, they went away. They turned back. And they were lost. And like you're saying, you know, we're crying out tonight um, for people to come to know who Jesus Christ is for themselves. People that are listening all across this, this, this country, it's not about, we're not here for money. We don't want money. We don't even want fame. None of that. We want you to know who Jesus Christ is for yourself. That's the most important thing. This is what this is all about. That's all this is about. Just introducing you to the word of the living God. You no know, one can duplicate this. That's you know, it. Go ahead, Now that you mentioned that. Now that you mentioned that, could you play that clip that I talked about earlier? The one that's describing um, our Savior? It's called That's My King. Okay. This is this clip describes our Savior and straight out is these things are straight out of the Bible that this um person person preaching about is um illustrating. And it's uh, I think it's powerful. Right. To the, um, yeah, the Bible says, my king is the king of the Jews. He's a king of Israel. He's a king of righteousness. He's a king of the ages. He's a king of heaven. He's a king of glory. He's the king of kings. And he's the Lord of lords. That's my king. I wonder, do you know him? My king is a sovereign king. No means of measure can define his limitless love. He's enduringly strong. He's entirely sincere. He's eternally steadfast. He's immortally graceful. He's imperially powerful. He's impartially merciful. Do you know him? He's the greatest phenomenon that has ever crossed the horizon of this world. He's God's son. He's a sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He's unparalleled. He's unprecedented. He is the loftiest idea in literature. He's the highest personality in philosophy. He's the fundamental doctrine of true theology. He's the only one qualified to be an all-sufficient savior. I wonder if you know him today. He supplies strength for the weak. He's available for the tempted and the tried. He sympathizes and he saves. He strengthens and sustains. He guards and he guides. He heals the sick. He cleanses the lepers. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. He delivers the captives. He defends the feeble. He blesses the young. He serves the unfortunate. He regards the age. He rewards the diligent. And he purifies the meek. I wonder if you know him. He's 
the key to knowledge. He's the wellspring of wisdom. He's the doorway of deliverance. He's the pathway of peace. He's the roadway of righteousness. He's the highway of holiness. He's the gateway of glory. Do you know him? Well, his life is matchless. His goodness is limitless. His mercy is everlasting. His love never changes. His word is enough. His grace is sufficient. His reign is righteous. And his yoke is easy. And his burden is light. I wish I could describe him to you. He's indescribable. He's incomprehensible. He's invincible. He's irresistible. Well, you can't get him out of your mind. You can't, you can't get him off of your head. You can't outlive him, and you can't live without him. Well, the Pharisees couldn't stand him, but they found out they couldn't stop him. Pilate couldn't find any fault in him. Herod couldn't kill him. Death couldn't handle him, and the grave couldn't hold him. Yeah! Wow, Amen. praise the Lord. Wow. Amen. That's my king. Beautiful, beautiful, how, how, beautiful. What, what other God in this universe, like there's any anyway, can be described like that? Not one, except for Jesus Christ. Amen. There's a song that comes All, to mind. It says, there is none like you. There mm. is none like you. That, that's it. Go ahead, my brother. Now, I was just going to say that, you know, all these other so-called gods, none of them raised from the dead. Amen. You know, none of them came uh, and died for our sins, except for Jesus Christ. A lot of, one of a lot them is still the in their gods, tomb. In their tomb. And, you know, a lot of them tell people to go and kill themselves in, mm. in my honor. Or... Um, you'll come back again as a pigeon or whatever else it is, you know? All these lies from the devil, all these doctrines of demons and this pure thing that's going to lead you into hell, you know? Oh, there's so many things that can lead you into hell, and that's called the wide road. Jesus has taken the narrow road. Because the one that finds the wide, there's a whole bunch of people going on the wide road. But only a few find that narrow one. And that narrow way is through Jesus Christ. The only connection back to God Almighty is through Jesus Christ. That's why I said God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. So, you know, it, it's it, how, you know, we could say this every week for a thousand years. But are you going to respond to it? That's the issue. Is your heart going to turn to Jesus? These things that we're talking about, that we've been talking about, they're all real. You haven't said one false thing. <laughs> it's all real. But the realest thing that you need to believe in is Jesus Christ because that's the only way out of this whole mess. This whole world has been upside down for generations. This is nothing new. It's just escalating. That's all. You have totally civilizations destroyed through war or through, uh, you know, uh, decline of morals, 
economic collapse. This stuff, stuff, stuff had happened to a lot of uh, civilizations already. Some of them you can't, you don't even know what happened to them. <laughs> you know? And to see that our whole world is moving towards this one hatred towards God in many different ways, you've got to see that this is true. But if your heart is hardened, you will keep going along the path of this world. Keep going along in your sins and dying in your sins and going to hell. You, 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 you think you're guaranteed to be alive tomorrow? I'm not guaranteed to be alive tomorrow. No one is. So no one is. So if you're yeah. there as an unsafe person thinking that, oh, let me wait a few minutes or let me wait a few days, let me make up my mind, the time is now, and the Bible says that. You, you respond yeah. to the gospel now. These, this, this, a lot of this, you know, is information, information. But the only real important thing inside of all this is the gospel because that's what's going to save you. That's what's going to bring you eternal life. Like we said, you're going to live forever somewhere, but you can't get to God, everybody say heaven or the new kingdom, without Jesus Christ. Oh, you can go to hell freely because you're already headed there. You see the difference? You've got to accept the gift of Jesus Christ. So what more can Amen. I say? Amen. There, there are a couple more points that we didn't touch on, and I know we have about six minutes, my dear brother. Yeah. Two points um, in general that we, we were going to talk about. One was uh, Jade Helm, and I know this, mm. is, this is like uh, everybody <laughs> is like, oh, my goodness, Jade Helm, Jade Helm. And we have, we have looked at it, and, you know, and, and some people um, on Drudge, they had where uh, people have decided to follow these the seals, um, the different teams that are going to be training. Um, they're doing all of this stuff, um, which I think you could say it's okay. But the most important thing is that we need to know the Word of God. We need to know who He is for ourselves. You know, so yes, people are out there and they have um, formed groups now and they're following them in in Texas, and other people are following them around the country and, and just looking at different things that are going down. And um, if it is to expose, expose you to the Word of God, I'm all for it. And these are the things that the, the, the Word of God talked about. You know, when you say peace and safety, then all of a sudden there's war. War. And, 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 and we learn that these men and women in our armed forces are preparing themselves for war. But for the first time, yeah. the difference is they're preparing, for, they're preparing for war in this environment. And it's not in an environment where they're not speaking English. They're trying to blend in in society. This is unusual. Yes, it's um, never been done before. Um, however, um, for those of you that might be out there and are interacting with the truth, I would say, hey, let him see who Jesus Christ is. You know, let him come to know him through when they meet you or, you know, through your interaction. That's mm -hmm. the most important thing. You know, and that's all I have to say on, on this Jade Helm. Uh, um, I can't, I don't have answers for what's happening. The answer um, that we have, you know, we stand on the word of Jesus Christ. And that's it. 
No, that's a, that's that. The other thing mm-hmm. that I wanted to touch on, my dear brother, was um, mm-hmm. the Pope's message. The Pope's message when he was down in, um, I think, um, in South America. He um, spoke a, a couple things. He was in Ecuador, um, and he wrapped up the first leg of his three-month American pilgrimage Wednesday. And um, after issuing an impassioned call for a new economic and ecological world order. Now, it's not surprising to me that the Pope is calling for this new world order. That's not surprising. You see, this new world order has a political side and it has a so-called spiritual side, which is not following up with the Lord. But he's calling for a world order. And I don't see that in in the Bible where it says that in the Bible. So so that is not biblical. It's not based off the word of God. It's a call for a new economic world order. It's not it's not biblical. But he's in, in 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 the book of Revelation when it talks about that, not no one being able to buy or sell. That's the new world order that's coming or that's going to be set up by the Antichrist. And I'm not saying that the Pope is the Antichrist. I'm saying that show me in the Word of God where it says that and I'll do it. If it's not in the Word of God, we have no part of it. Amen. Amen. So uh, next week we're gonna be touching on UFO, the UFO deception within movies. You're going to want to tune in for that um, because there's not a a lot of people are talking about this. And we're going to try our best to flush it out for you and give you an in-depth explanation of what's been going on and what it means towards Bible prophecy and the things to come. And and not only that, my dear brother, we've got to go back. Mm -hmm. This this might need more than one show, too, because it oh, yeah, so much, mm-hmm. and it goes yeah. so far and so deep, and it's it's been going on for years. Tuning in, don't let them burn. Dot um, com is where you can go and email us, contact us. Good night. Good night. Um, just want to thank everyone for listening to our show, and have a blessed week, and keep trusting in the Lord. Amen. Amen. What are we gonna do as a church? Our souls need to wake up. We need to respond to the gospel of Jesus. He said, go into the world. We don't want to deal with reality, Christian. We don't even want to deal with reality even though we've been saved from this place. I'm calling on you today in the name of Jesus to rise up to the call of God. Christ is coming back soon. If I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? People stop thinking about it. hell. With the Quicksilver card from Capital One, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase. Unlimited? Unlimited? Unlimited! 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 Any way you say it, earning unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase just sounds good. Capital One, what's in your wallet? What's in your wallet? What's in your wallet? Capital One Bank USA NA.